Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. It's a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though if your fetish is you want to dip your heel in some whipped cream and have me lick it off, I'll do it, even though uh, feet are yucko. <laughs> Especially guys' feet. Guys' feet are disgusting. disgusting. The person you're hearing, ooh, you know him from CW's The Arrow. He plays Mr. Fant or played Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Terrific. Well, fuck me. No. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Terrific. This is embarrassing. <laughs> he Mr. was also Fantastic. on Ben and Kate. <laughs> yep. He was not Ben or Kate. It was Kate Ben. Oh. It was Kate and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a sketch team with me called New Money. That's it was Money That's New. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's Echo Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, nice to be Echo, on. Echo, I cannot believe I <laughs> fucked up your intro so poorly. It's okay. Mr. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. You're terrific. Yeah, I, I was terrific. I was pretty You were terrific. terrific. Yeah. Did they kill you off? No, no. Um, I'll be... Bring I'll that be, mic close to your sorry, mouth, get baby. To, get closer to me, baby. Um, I will be in the final season. I can't Ooh, talk too okay, much about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Being a superhero, I have questions. Do yes. you do your own stunts? I think I've asked you this before. I've done some stunts, but mm-hmm. I mean, just for liability reasons, they don't want you to do a lot of the major stunts. Because mm-hmm. if you get injured, then That's they have to shut down. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> they let this actor do, uh, I think it was for the, um, what's that, uh, the film with the, it's an Ultron. I think it was a oh, Neutron okay, yeah. or something like that they were shooting. 
something like that. And the actor was doing his own stunts, and he jumped over, tried to do this really easy stunt, mm-hmm. missed the truck, skinned his face. What the fuck? The movie got pushed, the production got pushed a year and a oh half. Oh, my his God. His TV show couldn't shoot because he literally was in the hospital. and Ugh. So they were like, no, yeah, we you should, no, can't. You know, Ooh, so, wait. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, they let me do a lot of them that mm-hmm. I could, so I was always game. Echo, if you want to lean back, you can bring I can the mic. Le- oh, I can bring the mic back yes. to me. Uh, there we podcasting go. Podcasting is a audio medium. I want you guys to know Echo was sitting straight up. Yeah. Just really trying to get to that mic. I was actually going to keep talking and walk out, because I thought it was just a camera following me. I'm not No, I'm sorry. This is not television. <laughs> this is not a movie. And I know you've done a lot of television and a lot well, of Well, mainly movie. just I, I just have cameras, like, you know, follow me at the house oh, just yes, to, you yes, know, yes. see. Because you, know, you have your own reality yeah, show. Yeah, my own reality show. It's Echo. called Alone Brother. <laughs> Alone, <laughs> Alone Brother. brother. <laughs> not Big Brother, just Alone no, Brother. No, just Alone yeah. Brother. Yeah, it's um, really boring. <laughs> so you are in a relationship currently. No, I'm not. I uh, wow. sadly am not in a relationship. We uh, separated okay. a few months ago. I'm uh, sorry. I yeah, didn't know you. this. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's life, it you know. Okay, um, was it a, ah, shit, Amicable? was it a conscious uncoupling? Oh. Yes, it was a conscious, as uh, Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> uh-huh. and Chris Martin uh-huh. would say, a conscious <laughs> uncoupling. It, it, I think it, you know, um, John Cena's ex, who I don't remember her name, okay. but she did this Instagram post, and she's like, I always love him, and I always be rooting and supporting him, but mm-hmm. our timing just, you know, just was really off. And that's how I really feel about it, is like, mm-hmm. our timing was just off, but like, I will always love her and support her, and you know, wish Fair. the best for her, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, what a nice thing. To be like, we just didn't work in this moment, yeah. and I still love and respect you, but mm-hmm. we have to go our separate ways. Yeah, yeah. So, That's I mean, nice. and, and what's the cool part about that, on top of all the heartbreak, and <laughs> we're not dealing with that, obviously, <laughs> is that, like, I've really just been able to focus on me mm-hmm. and career and things like that. And in my life, I've always been, I've been a pretty much a serial monogamous. Mm-hmm. You know, I would jump out of one relationship and right into the other, and what's been cool about this is, like, the time that I've just been alone and, you know, processing it and not doing the same mm-hmm. crap I used to do, which is, like, just try to put a Band-Aid over my heartbreak. Yes. Uh, it's really taught me a lot about myself and really helped me learn to appreciate myself and the alone time that mm-hmm. I have with myself, too. So it's been a really learning and a healing experience just to kind of go through it. And so I know, like, whenever that next thing happens, mm-hmm. I'll be ready. I won't be doing the same bullshit that I've always been doing, causing those same issues, you know? So. Yes. And therapy, too. Get in therapy. Thriving. <laughs> he is growing. <laughs> he is using the life experiences to inform new life experiences. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love therapy. Yeah. I talk about it so much. Oh, yeah, it's great. Everyone should be in therapy. It's so great. There's, Just to talk and yes. unpack things. It's yes. so great. And they talk, like, I, I've had a lot of codependency issues, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, feeling like I need someone to feel validated or whatever. And mm-hmm. so it's been nice to be like, no, I just need me. You know what I'm saying? Kind <sighs> of do that, yeah. That is a nice thing that I think a lot of people need to hear, that truly in this life, all you need is you. Yeah. And then if yeah. you find somebody who compliments you and is good for you, then that's just the cherry on that's top. Cherry, but you yeah. are the Sunday. Absolutely. And you if you don't have self-love mm-hmm. and that and that just feeling of goodwill to yourself, that's it's not gonna translate to someone else. Yes. You're not gonna be able to love someone else properly mm-hmm. if you're looking at yourself beating yourself every day. Yes. Beating yourself down every day, rather, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the important part. And and what's what it's been great is like since then, like 
I've shot a short. I wrote an EP. Mm-hmm. I, I finished a screenplay. Like, I've just been like, I'm focusing on work mm-hmm. and that stuff and not focusing on the trivial BS of like, let me find something. Can somebody make me feel complete or whatever? So it's just been really <gasps> Echo, beneficial I in that way. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. So you said you've been a serial monogamous. Yeah. Um. So when did this start? When was your first girlfriend? I've, oh man. I mean, well, okay. Uh, Probably, I say 16 was my first serious girlfriend. Okay. And then when I was from 18 to 20, I was like super into being a Jehovah's Witness. So I like mm-hmm. stopped dating and was just like, Is I'm in God. You, you knock on you the knock people's You knock on the doors, doors and you're like, hello. I, but you know, I never got that far. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a level system, right? That's missionary work. So mm-hmm. I never got to missionary work. I was just like going to the hall and like, you know, okay. being involved. But I was like, oh, I, I was been abstinent and like trying to work through that and what is the hall i know the nothing kingdom about hall. it's like jehovah's their church witnesses. it's their church okay. so jehovah's witnesses are christians but they take yes. the bible really serious they're Very like well serious. you've been listening to that word mm-hmm. especially the new the new testament they're like uh-huh you know <laughs> uh old testament are like yeah that's cool but new mm-hmm. testament give it to me let's do it like so mm-hmm. god says i mean jesus said go out and preach the word so they take it serious they're like let's yes. go out and preach the word we knock on doors but obviously organized religion is very flawed the, mm-hmm. I, I had a falling out with them because they didn't want me to have braids Oh. And they didn't. They were weird about me having a beard, and so what? they always say like, "Don't be worldly. Like, don't be like the people of the world. Like, we have to be, you know, secular and like uh-huh. all these things." And so they said having a beard and braids was worldly. But I was like, "Wait a minute! You're using basically a white business trope mm-hmm. to tell me how I can look. That tell me that if I go to someone's house and I have a beard, yeah, that can be off putting." I was like, "Oh no, no, no! That's crazy. You know what I'm saying?" That's so fucked I. Up. And then the way they, you know, they like my um my father, my real father passed away when I was nine, mm-hmm. and my father was born in 1933, mm-hmm. and so he's 50 basically when I was born. So he had a nephew who was old enough to be my dad, mm-hmm. and he like stepped up in a big way in like my young teen years mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he was Jehovah's Witness, but he was gay. He had a family. He was married mm-hmm. for 13 years, and was like, you know what? What am I doing? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so he came out, and they disfellowshipped him. Disfellowship so, means like expel. Yeah, basically, you're out of the religion. That you can't so have any. Wild. So everything you knew is now done. All your family members, your friends, they all just like basically shun you. Holy because shit! Because that's what is. Because the way the reason why they disfellowship you is so you don't corrupt others. Essentially, uh-huh. right? It's like if he's being worldly, mm-hmm. then he could corrupt his friends. Whatever, whatever. You know. It, but it was still bullcrap to me, and mm-hmm. I was just like the way they the reason they did that because he chose to love a man mm-hmm. and. My beard mainly. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I'm not fucking shaving. Yeah. I was like, goodbye, church. No. So I was like, I, I'm not feeling this. And then I was just realizing things about organized religion in general, mm-hmm. like how, you know, messed up a lot of the leadership is. And uh-huh. then they're trying to preach things into you. So I was like, oh, no, no, no. But so then um, I had my first girlfriend at 16. And then after that, I started dating again from like 20. Mm-hmm. But pretty much serial monogamous. I think the longest I've ever been and not a relationship was two months prior to right now. Damn. Yeah. 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 I think I, I could be wrong about that, but wow. I feel like I feel like I've consistently been in something uh-huh. at least, you know what I'm saying? Like very quickly. Whew. So right now is like a really like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like different. Like different, I've, yeah. I've never done taking this before. Taking time for Just yourself. You don't have to me. check in with somebody. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been on the apps at all? Yeah. I've done the apps. Uh, I, I've deleted <laughs> the apps. Okay. Uh, I tried hands for like probably three days. Uh-huh. It was just like, get me out of here <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I, I like I like meeting people in the wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's yeah. just, I'm not a, 
I'm not like great on apps. I feel like I'm gonna talk to somebody on the app and then I'm be on Instagram like this dude sucks. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you know, trying to say something witty. But I, I just I like connection with people in the wild. You know, I, mean, I like to see is, somebody in our eyes link and we smile yes. and it's like, hey, it's like hey. And it it feels is hard natural. to look at a picture and go. Oh, I like this about I don't know you. Yeah. The way you text, I don't I don't know what you're really like. Sometimes people are very good at texting and then very right. bad as a person. That's true. Or vice versa. I'm vice versa. Mm-hmm. I'm very good in person, very not great over text. Yeah, I'm bad over apps. texting. Yeah. I'm bad at getting back to people. Oh, and then yeah. I'll be like, oh shit, I should have answered oh. that text from two days ago. It's Yeah, it's I really bad. liked you. Damn. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Uh so how do you meet people out in the wild? Uh, like I said, it, for me, it's all about connection. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be something. Like, we have to lock eyes or mm-hmm. smile. Like, because I'm also like, and also, I'm not trying to really meet people. Like, I'm, I'm really like embracing just kind of. Yeah, but before. But before, yeah. So I, I would meet people. Uh, I would like, like, if if if, if there's a smile mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, then I'm, I'll, I'll introduce myself. I'm like, hey, I'm Echo, and then. Do you have kinda, any lines that you lay on ladies? No, I, I'm. I think I'm just too. I'm too much like I'm of the age of just like, is this working or not? Like, are we mm-hmm. feeling each other or not? I'm, I don't want to play the game. But you when know. you were younger, did you have oh, lines? When I was younger, I had an icebreaker when I was out, oh. uh, and my friend Chaz taught me this icebreaker. But it's basically like if you're out in a club or whatever. Okay, or so bar. I'm a girl out in the club. Oh, yeah, yeah girl. So so you're chilling. I would come up to you mm-hmm. and oh, I hi. would dance like I would like grind on you, oh. like my butt on you, uh-huh. like as a kind of switch mm-hmm. to make you laugh. Uh-huh. And then we laugh and then it's like, let me get you a drink. And then we talk. Oh. So it's like I'm silly, but uh-huh. like also I can buy you a drink because most dudes just suck. <laughs> 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 it's really, you know, it's honestly pretty simple i feel like dating especially in la i feel mm-hmm. like guys in la from what i've heard are just not very attentive or considerate yeah. Yeah. and things like that so i'm just like just treat someone like a human being and you're pretty fine i feel like um mm-hmm. so that's kind of i just you know just be a gentleman and whenever a gentleman is a gentleman and nice to me I'm like, well, I have to marry him. <laughs> he was kind and nice, and and I'm gonna marry him. That's yeah. for me. <laughs> you know, but you know, I in my older life, mm-hmm. there's definitely people who I would have met and been like, oh, let me jump into something with them. Like this is mm-hmm. she's kind and nice. But now I'm just being like, I need more than just. Yes. I'm like, I really need it all. I need mm-hmm. it all, and until I can have it all, then I'm just gonna be alone. You know what I'm saying? What what do you mean by all? What are like, you looking for? I, well, need, I know you're not looking right now, but yeah. eventually when you start eventually, looking again. Eventually, kind and nice is yes. very important. Mm-hmm. Sense of humor, gotta have. Mm-hmm. Beautiful inside and out. You okay. know, um, their own career. Mm-hmm. Um, preferably very limited baggage. You can have some baggage. That's mm-hmm. life. You know, it happens. Uh, but you're but, not looking for, you know, baggage that you, that's overweight. No, you got to pay yeah. more well, yeah, to get it on the plane. Yeah, I'm not trying to have to carry. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I like I want a partnership. Jada Pickett said this really, Jada Pickett Spiff, so sorry, said this really mm-hmm. uh, interesting quote where she was like, you need someone that you can walk your own separate path with mm-hmm. together. Right? Not someone jumping into your path and your lane, mm-hmm. but we're all on life to walk our own path. And when you have a good partnership, it's you two walking your own paths, but together, right? Yes. And so when you have to carry people or if like, you know, there's like envy or things like that, mm-hmm. or 
it just creates a lot of ripples in relationship and a lot of unnecessary, I think, uh, issues and trouble. So I just want somebody to kind of be secure in their self. First of all, have a lot of, like, Mm self-love is so important, I realize. Like, that's so important in a partner. So they have to have self-love. They have to not take life too seriously. They have to be whatever they are in their career. They don't have to be, like, multi-millionaire. But even Uh if you're a nurse and you're killing a nurse, get it. Yeah. And I support that, you know what I'm saying, or whatever you are. Just they have to be, like— Firm, uh, uh, in their own power, is what mm-hmm. I like to say. You have to be living in your own power, you know? I like that. Uh, I also feel that way. Like, you don't have to be the master of what you do, but you have to at least love what you do, mm-hmm. be thriving in what you do, yeah. love what you do. Like, I don't want anybody who is miserable at their job because yeah. then you're going to be miserable when you come home to talk to me yeah. and you're just going to complain about all this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I love what I do. Yes, I complain about it sometimes. Yeah, it's not Who easy doesn't? Work. Yeah. But that's not all that I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you about all the joyful things. And then I don't need anyone who is angry because I'm happy with what I do. Right. Or jealous yeah. or envy. Like, it's just, there's a lot that, just has to go into being secure with mm-hmm. who you are and what you are and where you are yes. in that moment, you know? Because you're right, that's energy they're going to bring to the relationship mm-hmm. and that energy isn't going to translate well and then that energy is going to dim your energy and that's, mm-hmm. like, we have a finite amount of energy we can give off. Yes. So when you're dealing with negativity and stuff like that, it's just distracting you from doing anything positive. Mm-hmm. So someone who's optimistic too is, like, very important. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So even if, like, it's a shitty day, it's like, it's a day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But... I'm looking forward to tomorrow, whatever. And yes. it doesn't mean you can't vent when shit goes wrong because mm-hmm. I love what I do. But there's damn sure some days where I'm like, get like, me out of here. This thing happened on uh, set and I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. looking for somebody that I can vent to. And then after we're done venting, I turn around and they're like dancing or something to yeah. make me smile. Yeah. Because I sure. like to do that when someone's not, you know, I have a roommate whenever he's like, not happy or something. John? I like to, yeah, yeah John yeah, Milheiser. Yeah. I um, like to dance around. I dance a lot yeah. just to like get him to laugh or yeah. smile or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want someone, like, I want someone to be goofy with me. Yeah, someone who's unafraid yes. of looking silly. Yes. Not too cool for school. Also, yes. I need someone who's like into Broadway because I fucking uh, love Broadway. Yes, I love a I musical. Love musical. Oh, oh, gotta be into boy. musicals. Come on. What's your favorite musical? Ah. <sighs> You know, this is tough. There's so many good ones. I could say Hamilton. I could say Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Dear Evan Hansen. I haven't seen it, oh, and I really need to. People have really raved connected with about me. Yeah. it. I saw it three times. I saw oh, it twice yeah? with the original cast, and I saw it when it came out here at the Amundsen. I love it. it I, it's uh, phenomenal. It's a really great story, and I think the cast is wonderful. I saw uh, Hamilton mm-hmm. years ago, and that was always my favorite. It was just like... Hamilton's great. Yeah. I saw it with the original cast, Mm -hmm. and I went in being like, you know what? This has been really highly touted. I don't know if it's going to (laughs) be as good as people say. But by the end of Act 1, I was like, yes, yes. And then middle of Act 2, I was sobbing, and I was like, oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, so Hamilton is great. It lives up to the hype. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? You gotta go yeah. see it. I was literally wearing my Yay Hamlet shirt yesterday. Do you remember that? <laughs> mm-hmm. The little tweet he sent out, and the woman was uh, like, I love you, Yay Hamlet. And he's like, Yay Hamlet. That <laughs> yeah. is so, so funny. funny. And I was like, the way he wrote that, I was like, that was a black lady for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I love it. Yay Hamlet. <laughs> 
Hamlet. Uh, That's so funny. So funny. So funny. Yeah, there's so much. I, I just, yeah, not afraid to be silly. Yeah. Just let loose. You like, know? I want someone to dance with me in Target when a good song comes yeah. on. Yeah. That's Heck silly yeah. as we're like shopping for a blender. Yeah. And who cares who's looking? Like, yeah, you know, we're who just cares? Fun. We're just You're making world. me laugh by yeah. making you laugh. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. boy. I guess I'm so really big. looking for intimacy outside of the bedroom. <gasps> I think I just had a breakthrough. Whoa. I think that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. Someone and, that I could be intimate and, with in public. Yeah. And I also will say, I, I didn't mention that, but intimacy in the bedroom is important too. Like yes. having a connection there, I, I'm not going to yes. downplay it. Like that's not important to me as well. You know? Yes. So that's why I say it all. Mm-hmm. Like I really do kind of need something to encompass it all or else it's like, what are we why doing? Why am I doing? What's the point? Like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. No. Like, and I am in a place like, like I want to get like serious here. Like I want to mm-hmm. get married. I want to oh. like do the whole nine yards, you know? So, and that's what I learned from my mm-hmm. last relationship. It was like, oh man, I, I didn't think I was ready for this stuff, but, now that I process and really mm-hmm. look back, I'm like, oh man, like I am ready to kind of take that next step, you know. Where would you want your wedding? I think I want my wedding honestly in Maui. Ooh, that's, that's a the destination yeah, wedding. Destination wedding. Yeah. Okay. I really feel like and I've never even I've never even thought of that question of mm-hmm. where I wanted it until right now when you just asked me, and that's just the natural well, came in my head. I think that's a nice. I would. I would travel to Maui. Yeah, come. That's to Maui. nice, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess I'll invite myself to your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we gotta take a break. <laughs> Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Oh, and we're back. Okay, so... I don't know where I would. I don't even know yeah, the answer to that question, where I would have my wedding. I guess I would make it a destination okay, wedding. destination, okay. Just so I could be like, here's a fun destination that people want to go to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would do Cabo. Cabo San Cabo, Lucas. yeah. Because it's close to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I would do it so people could, like, schedule, like, vacation time right, around yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So it's like, maybe, maybe in November... Like the week before yeah. Thanksgiving? I don't know. Okay, Maybe yeah, that's yeah. bad. A week before Thanksgiving? Maybe people are Because just... people are going to be needing a vacation for Thanksgiving. Oh, wait. Yeah. You get Thanksgiving off, so you don't need vacation yeah, for that. Yeah, so no. But I don't want to have it like on Thanksgiving in case yeah, you like no. want to, you know, see family. your family. Yeah, or just bring the whole family yeah, to your Bring life. your family to my <laughs> wedding. Has separate Thanksgiving day. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one big turkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, what type of wedding do you like? I've I've seen a lot of weddings recently, and I've mm-hmm. seen some that was like, oh, this is nice and traditional and fine. And I've seen mm-hmm. some was like, holy shit, they are unique and fun, and that's gonna last forever. <laughs> I have no idea what these people are uh-huh. by the way. No, but like I saw this one wedding where these two musicians got married, and they literally had a freaking choir, and the the, I, the groom came down uh, playing his song, and his uh, song was so dope, and his bandmates were there, and it was like, holy crap, they this is love. <laughs> I was like, I want this. So I, I'm just I, I'm curious. Like, two people's personality coming together and be like, let's do this, right? I would want, so my male friends who I would have as my bridesmaids, I want them in drag. (laughs) Um, And then I want him to do something fun with his female groomspeople Mm -hmm. because I truly want to marry somebody 
who has a mix of friends. Yeah. Like, I don't, if I end up marrying a man, I don't want him to be like, I only have male friends. Yeah. Like, I want him to have female friendships. Mm -hmm. And I want him to be sensitive. And I want him to, like, be able to open up to somebody other than me. Right. Um, So, you know, a very gender-fluidy wedding party, a lot of bright colors. Yeah. I don't think I want to minister or anything. I think I want, like... Maybe a friend, maybe a friend gets like the ordained or something like that to make it legal. Something like that to make it legal. And then maybe I want my friends who are coming to sit in the audience. I don't know. What is that called? (laughs) The The audience? audience? See, this is the problem when you work too much in like (laughs) the industry Uh because you forget terms of like how Uh normal people, like I was talking about when I used to serve and like me and the crew, I mean, the. What do we call? What do we call? He's like coworkers. The workers. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The workers. Those people. <laughs> yes, but the y- audience. The I audience. Think? Mars. What is it called when people go to a wedding? The audience like doesn't sound 100 percent accurate. It's what? Guest. The guest. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the wedding guest, because it's not the wedding audience. That's right. No, it's your wedding. They're like, guest. we're gonna show like, yeah. No. <laughs> Applause. Well, ev- at one of my friend's weddings, when she came down the aisle, I stood up and started clapping. And oh, everyone was like, no. Well, I mean, we were standing, but uh, I oh was clapping. God. They're like, don't clap. Like, I was like, but she, but I don't know. She this is a performance. She looks beautiful. Yeah, uh-huh. But uh, I guess I want my <laughs> wedding guests. You know how they sign a guest book? I yeah. want them to, like, roast me. <laughs> like, say what? a joke or something. Or, like, oh something God. nice. Oh, and yeah. And then the minister or, like, my friend, whoever, can read some of that stuff. Oh, fun. I, like I just that. came up with that now. Hey, that's good. I think, I think that would be fun. Because at my funeral, mm. I want jokes. I want jokes. tight two minutes about me. Yes. From all of my friends who want to talk about me. Are you doing cremation or Please cremate me. Okay. Well, during, so my funeral will have a viewing. Okay. So I'm going to be in the cast. Yeah. Maybe propped up mm-hmm. with the cocktail in my hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I dig. Uh, I want a full face of makeup. I want mm-hmm. my good wig on. Uh-huh. Um, I want to be looking real slutty. <laughs> I want flames on my casket. Uh, and then I want everyone to like roast me for a little bit. And then I've given Sashir a lot of things that she has to okay. do. Okay, nice. Uh, I want dudes that I have fucked to talk about my pussy. I know. Um, also, I can't wait to die so I can haunt people. Ooh. I know this sounds so morbid, but like, I just like want to haunt my friends and knock shit off their desks. Yeah, like I think that would be mess really with them fun. Just a little bit, like, right? Yeah, like. And then uh, I want them to be like, "Oh, Nicole. She, oh, she's still talking about him, <laughs> girl. When you gonna learn? I've been dead for three years. <laughs> oh, oh boy." Um, <laughs> in your single days yes. that you're in currently, yeah. do you watch a lot of porn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like porn and single dumb go hand in hand. I think they do. Um, I mean, to be honest, I watch, I just like, I, porn's great. I, I have a um, very high sexual appetite. Same. Um, yeah. So even on a relationship, like twice a day is like great to me. Ooh, <laughs> like it's like that fun. It's is like, let's a do it. dream. What uh, a treat. What? I, yeah. Oh. I, I think it's Chill. I'm like, let's what get a it. Great morning way to and like night. Bookend your yeah, day. It's like it's you fuck great. in the morning, you fuck, fuck in the I. evening. Oh, I it's love that. Like perfect. It's oh, like heaven. That's amazing. Oh, give it to me. You know. Um. <sighs> so yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, a, a a big reason why I, I do porn though, especially now, is just so because I, I don't want to um. I don't really want to be sleeping around and I don't want to oh, okay. like confuse my feelings or anyone's mm-hmm. feelings or like to me it's like it's kind of a band-aid too. Like if, if okay. I sleep around, I want it to, you know, really mean something. So I'm just really mm-hmm. 
try not to go there. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. So porn is very helpful right now I, because I don't, yeah. want, I don't, I don't want super fit. Like if I have something, I want something real, and I, I really mm-hmm. am just trying to be like I'm going to be with me. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You know, it's just it's just trying. Just to I be like it. Work on your dang yeah, self. Yeah. I've been uh, mm-hmm. trying new porn. Okay, yeah. I've been watching uh, porn pornographic short films as of late. Whoa! Uh, Break that so, down. Yeah, I had this woman Erica Lust on my podcast, and she gave me a little password to look uh, for. It's you have to pay for it, but uh, they're just like these really great shorts where. The acting's pretty good, and you're, like, invested in the storyline, and you're like, I hope she comes. And then she does, and you're like, oh, what a treat, and I guess I'll come now. So so is it like Skinamax, where it's like a story, but then they don't show it? They no, no, fully they show, show it. it. They show, so they put effort into the story. They put a lot of effort. They make they sure get, they're decent acting. Yes, good location. Good location. They have great performers. And then it's like, I love you. Yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, get it on. Because I do like to watch people with a connection. It's kind of off-putting when they're just like, uh, we just met, and uh, now we're gonna smash. Right. Let me put the pizza down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Why is a pizza man such a trope in porn? I don't know. And for strippers, like when strippers come to your home for like a bachelorette. Or like whatever house you're renting yeah. or whatever, they're like, uh, anybody order a pizza? And it's right. like, no, it's either police or pizza did. man. Police yes. or pizza man. Which is real scary if you a bunch of black people and a cop shows yeah, up. You're like, wow. Ah, no, I don't That's want that. No, thank you. I still you. don't trust that stripper because she chose the cop <laughs> outfit. I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. Why did you choose that? Be one? careful, everyone. <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> you know? Everyone's got. The, everyone's recording, right? Great. We're just recording for our safety, not because it's. Do weird. you like strip clubs? Because I was talking to this guy yesterday who was like I don't like strip clubs why would I pay to frustrate myself I I agree with that assessment I agree with his assessment very much it's Mm -hmm. like but we don't do anything like it's like I guess you're naked Mm -hmm. and I see that but it's like it feels like a a waste of time to me honestly I'll do it for like the fun of like friends Mm -hmm. or like in if I'm in my lowest of low, and I'm just like, I just need to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to go out and see go some, look titties. At some titties. Goddamn. You know, but it hasn't been, it's been a while since those days. Uh, but I'll do it like if friends want to do it as an event mm-hmm. or something like that. But generally, nah, I don't go to strip clubs a lot. There. Mm-hmm. I like a strip club. Yeah. I haven't, I don't know if there's male strip clubs in LA. I'm sure I there has found to be one, but then it's like a moving one. It moves from like place to place. Oh. Uh, but I'll go to ladies strip clubs because I am so in awe of the strength that these women have yeah. when they pole dance. Oh yeah, I I'm taking a pole dancing class, <laughs> uh, and I fucking love it. Yeah. I love it so much, and I love a lady who's scary on the pole who like can climb to the top and then like twist and fall down while still holding yeah, the pole whoa. and then like drop into a split and I'm like you would murder like, me did you hurt your I'm like did that hurt yes it does that's and they're just like what we I don't love. show it we don't care oh I that's love that's how it. strong we whoa. fucking are cause whoa. pulling does fucking hurt yeah I bet like I've I just learned how to sit on the pole. So okay. you climb up a little bit and then you sit and then you hold the pole yeah. between your two legs and then you just like hover and spin a little bit. Oh, whoa. It hurts so much. Oh, my God. But you can't show it because yeah, you you're entertaining. Because you got it, yeah. When Although you in that class, stage, I you just got will it. scream. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it rehearsals, <laughs> everything like that. Like, I just had my first show yesterday. Mm-hmm. So... Prior to everything, I was like, oh, God, what am I Oh, what if I mess up a line? What if I, deer in headlights, blah, blah, blah. But once uh-huh. you hit the stage as a performer, mm-hmm. as you know, 
it just melts away. You're just like, it does. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? There's been times where I've been on stage and been like, poof, that line is gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just look into your scene partner's eyes and you blink a couple times and you go, it's gone. It's gone. And they're we like, performed a lot together on stage, actually. We, we have. I'm sure those moments uh-huh. have happened with us. Where you just kind of blink. You're like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, there was one scene me. that I, I distinctly remember. You had monologues in this sketch. Monologue, monologue, monologue. Like, the oh, whole scene was God. yours. And I would just be like, yes, sir. No, sir. Of course, sir. And I only memorized the ends of your yeah. monologues because... Uh, I don't think anyone had made it to rehearsal, and we were yeah. all like flying the in. End, day it was up. crazy, yeah, because we were all working, we were all working so, so much. much. Yeah, and there was a moment where on stage, I you were trying to signal to me that you're like, I don't know what comes next, and I was like, me. Either. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you improvise a little bit till you found it, and oh then you were like, god. you were fine. Oh. Ooh, that's the worst nightmare uh-huh. for every performer, right? Just yes. forgetting where you just what, you just blank. Forget. Oh my god! And you're like, I don't. I gotta do I have, something. No, I have to keep gotta talking. Do something. There, I uh, was working on this show this week, and there's kids on the show, and I am so I am not used to working with children, mm-hmm. and there was this one line that I could not remember. It was, "I love to see him go." No, no, I hate to see him go, but I love to watch him walk away. Yeah, which is not the phrase. It's I yeah, love to I love to see you see go, go, but hate to see you walk away. Yes, right? something yeah, like yeah. that. So it was like no, switched. Wait. No, because no, you gotta like to see them walk. Because it's like, oh, I hate to see you yeah. go, but I love to see you walk away. Because it's like, yes. I hate to see you go, but dang, you fine. But you got a nice, mm, you got butt. A nice booty. But yeah. I think it's, I hate to watch you. I hate that you're leaving, but I love to watch you go. Uh-huh. But that wasn't. It was something was a yeah. little funky from the saying. Mm. But they changed it. I don't know. But I couldn't get it, and I was like, fuck. Uh, and then two little people were looking at me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then everyone was like, you've been saying shit, Nicole. You've, <laughs> you've been saying awful things. Uh, this, this is isn't the first they, one. They hear it, and I was yeah. like, oh no. And those kids probably, well, they might not be in school, depending on what show they're working on. They might they, have tutors. Well, or something it's like that. so weird. When there's kids on a show, every like 15 minutes, they have to go to school. It's so crazy. Yeah. You have them for 15 minutes, yeah, and then they like, go, all right, there. they gotta go to school. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why don't they go to school when the show's not on the air? <laughs> yeah, they take like, over uh, their lives. If you're shooting for eight weeks, then you just go to eight more weeks of school. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess it had to be some s- specific because it's hard to just put them in to oh, grade fair. school, right? You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, all right, this, all right, eighth week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> U.S. history. You already missed world history. Yeah, you, <laughs> right? yeah, you missed the world. Let's uh, let's do U.S. history. I don't fucking know. It's all on a final anyway. <laughs> right? But yeah, working with kids. Do kids is, have finals? <laughs> kids. Don't kids have standardized they testing? Have standardized testing, which yeah. is inherently not fair. Yeah, because some people don't That's do well yeah. on tests. Yeah. Me, I was very bad at testing mm. because I had ADD, uh. and I would just stare at words and they'd circle around. And I'd be like, "Whoa, I wonder what the man who uh, wrote this problem's like. Uh. I wonder if he's got a family. I wonder if he loves. <laughs> I wonder if he likes walks or the beach." And they're like, "All right, Nicole, we're done here." Thumbs and I'm like. Up. Are we? Uh-oh. Then I just scratch in whatever yeah. I could. Yeah, just abracadabra. Yeah. So bad. I was really good at tests and not so good at the other stuff. <laughs> but oh, I was okay. like, oh, I test, I can do this. I handle that. See, some Everyone's people different. test really yeah. well, but uh-huh. they don't uh, retain a thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? So you performed last night. Tell yeah. me what you were performing. So uh, I wrote an EP. Um, mm-hmm. When my ex and I broke up, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm calling it. Uh, dating and other things because mm-hmm. it is a lot it deals with a lot of like relationship stuff but 
So I was rapping and singing and, you know what I'm saying, I I, I produced all my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just been kind of this, this labor of love I've been doing. Do last... you find it therapeutic to talk about your breakup? Uh, I don't talk about it a ton. To well, be I mean, in your music. In my music, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and it's and it's not like in a F you, you, you hurt me type of way. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it is like, I loved you, you know, and, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm sorry, like, or, or like where I am right now. Like, I have this song called Damage, just that's like talking about where I am right now, like, mm-hmm. in the sense that my emotions are not available, like, for something serious, you mm-hmm. know, like, so. It's it's been very. I didn't intentionally mean to write like this. It's just that's kind of what just came out naturally. Every song I write is very different from the other, but a lot of them just like I realized like when people would tell me it's like, damn, that's really like hearing your lyrics like really mm-hmm. came. I was like, oh, did it? I was like, oh crap, I guess that did really mm-hmm. come from inside, you know? Because I'm just writing. I'm just like kind of in this other zone of just like, mm-hmm. oh well, how does this go with this and you know things like that. Um, but yeah, it all is really personal and. It's. I've realized that it's freeing to me. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, I, I like kind of just because I don't do that in general in life. Like, I don't share a lot on social media about my mm-hmm. personal life or talk about my personal life too much. Um, so it is very therapeutic, therapeutic to talk about it through music. I share too much about my personal life <laughs> in the media and whatnot. But uh, I had broken up with this dude, and I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast because I was like. That lasts forever, and I, I, I'm yeah. still really hurt over it, whatever, whatever. Uh, so I wrote a joke about it, because before we started our relationship, I wrote a joke about how excited I was to have a boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I wrote this before I even have a boyfriend. But then it was like this thing that was like really good and like maybe was going to become more, and then it truly didn't. And then I was like, oh, dang. Ooh, that hurt. So then I started writing, and it was one of those things where... I don't know if this ever happens to you, but I started writing and then I couldn't stop writing. And then I was like, oh, I think I have a joke about this. And then Mm. I did a show. It was like one of the first shows of the, this last year in January. And I did it and I was like, oh, this is a 12 minute joke. Okay. Well, let me like really work on it. So then I started touring with it and was like really working on it, punching it up, uh, changing some things, making, other things and then I had this like 15 minute joke about this breakup that I loved because the joke starts off about how I got a boyfriend the road to me getting this boyfriend and it tells it's like a seven minute journey as to how this man became my boyfriend Mm. but then after seven minutes I'm like "Mm, had I had a boyfriend and then I talk about how we ended up not dating for Mm. a long time and it was one of those things where as I told the joke I loved it because I could control how the audience felt. I could Mm. make them root for me and be so happy for me and then flip it and have them feel so bad for me. And I was like, I couldn't control anything in the relationship. I couldn't control whether he was going to text me back that day. I couldn't control whether we were going to date past the time we were dating. And then when he broke up with me, I was like, I can't control that. But I could control this. I could control the audience and how they feel about my situation. And I told that joke for six months and then, or maybe five months. I think I stopped telling it in May or April. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. I think I've told enough people how hurt I was in a funny way that I don't need to tell this joke anymore. And I talked about it in therapy enough, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have anything new to say. So telling the joke was so helpful in helping me get over it. Mm -hmm. And then... 
the last time I told the joke, I was like, I should probably move on. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I think that's it. I figured out a way to move on. And it was for me talking about it almost every night for six months. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but it, that's that, you know, um, there's this really great interview with Stephen Colbert and Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. Did you see that interview? I didn't. It's oh. about grief. And I've been meaning to oh, uh, watch it because. Oh. I've had a lot of grief in my yeah, life, and yeah. they've had a, a oh. lot of grief I mean, in their yeah, life. Yeah, Stephen Colbert lost his father and brothers mm-hmm. at a, like as a and kid. And then Anderson Cooper's brother his, killed himself, yeah, his and then his died. mother just died. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but uh, just to talk about like heartbreak and mm-hmm. things like that, like the truncated version of what they talked about is basically that it's all a gift mm-hmm. to even experience pain and hurt, right? Like you don't get life without it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all a part of it, and how lucky are we that we get to keep experiencing these things? Mm-hmm. Um, and it does make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? So even yes. like to talking about it for five months and whatever and processing it, like it's put armor on mm-hmm. you in that part that was so heartbroken. And it doesn't mean that you probably won't still have moments where you think about this person and be like, dang, mm-hmm. mm, you know, but it truly does make you a better person. I dealt with a lot of grief as well, like tremendous amounts of grief. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, you know, I, I thought I was going to die and I mm-hmm. didn't want to live even, you know. Um, but what that stuff taught me was that, like, there's really big shit happening in the world and then there's really small shit. Mm-hmm. So when rent's late, I'm worried about losing my place. I'm like, this is a small thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, you know, work is going crappy or whatever. It's just, you know, it, mm-hmm. it just helped me have that perspective. So I was like, oh, it gave me a strength of being like not letting this small stuff get to me as much. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But just taking that and finding it and realizing like, oh, pain and suffering mm-hmm. gets you to a better place. When you work out, you feel pain the next day because mm-hmm. that's how you build. You know what I'm saying? It's through pain. So that that's a really important lesson that I'm still teaching mm-hmm. myself and learning. This interview really like coalesced it. It was like, great. Yeah. Anytime I talk about painful things with my therapist, she always says something to the effect that it's not a huge thing in the grand scheme of life, but please acknowledge your pain. Please acknowledge that this thing made you feel a certain type of way and then acknowledge that you need to move forward and what can you take from that pain to inform how you operate in the future. And I really liked that because there is a part of you that just wants to dwell and be sad and be like, no one's ever going to love me because this one person didn't love me. And She also says uh, feelings are not facts. So it's like I might feel like that, but that is not a fact. Um, The way that I uh, was vulnerable with this person, the way I opened up to this person, the way that I told this person exactly how I was feeling and how I wanted is something that I can bring with me to my next relationship where I feel like earlier I would just be happy that they were paying attention to me. And I might not say what I was feeling or if somebody was rude to me, I might just take it because I'm like, well, I'm lucky that he even likes me. But now I'm like, no, we're both lucky that we like each other. And this is a two-way street. And I can say how I feel and they can say how they feel back to me. So I do agree that pain makes you grow. It makes you stronger. Absolutely, yeah. And that's like being 100 with people. Is so great. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get to do that a lot in past relationships. Just a like be one hundred. Yes. I like a, a shell of who I was. Mm-hmm. Like I would try to morph and fit into these things yes. to make them happy. Because I also was like, oh, I'm lucky to have them, and mm-hmm. I, am I good enough? Like I mean, we literally all think these really horrible shitty things mm-hmm. about ourselves. You know, like that's a part of why I stayed in a lot of old relationships that I should have gotten out of 
mm-hmm. years earlier because I didn't think I was good enough to have anything better. You know, I was just like, yes. I'm not worthy. I'm, I suck. I'm and ugly or whatever it is you think. A lot of the way that you present yourself to the world is the way that you talk to yourself. And my therapist says, wouldn't it just be nicer if you were nice to yourself and you talked nicely to yourself yeah. and you didn't beat yourself up when something didn't go your way? And that was very eye-opening. 100%. So anytime I look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, you look so gross today, you go, wait a minute, no you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't look gross today. You're feeling a little off, but why don't you put on like a, a little crop top and really feel yourself? Yeah, like, hell yeah. Maybe you put on some lipstick and that'll do it mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. So I've been working very hard at trying to speak to myself in a very positive way. Yeah. So when I go out into the world, I'm positive. I'm also trying to... Not be hateful <laughs> because uh, sometimes you're like really petty over bullshit. Yeah, we're sure. like, oh man, this guy likes this girl. I don't understand why. I hate that girl. And yeah. it's like, well, why, why, yeah. why, why? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She has nothing to do with you. He has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's not your business. Yeah. So I've uh, in the last like year and a half, I've been really trying to evolve and grow. Yeah, and hate is a really strong feeling to hold. Ooh, yes. Oh. It, it 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 takes over. I yes. feel like from the inside to have that. And it's stuff it's people. not a good feeling to hate someone. Yeah. But then sometimes you're like, oh, I hate you, and oh, and you're like, yeah, that makes me feel. And you're like, but in the grand scheme of things, and long term, it's not doing you any good. Yeah, it's not. And to me, like showing someone I hate them shows that I still care. Uh huh. To me, the best way to show somebody how little you care is just to not care. Mm-hmm. To not give them any of your power or mm-hmm. any of your attention or at least not outwardly give it. You can't control what's in your head. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, I'm like, I might feel whatever, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. let you know anything because then you're going to be, there's some satisfaction, like people who you block, you know, mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah, he <laughs> blocked me. And I was like, mute. I'm just like, yep, mute, mute people. I was like, I'm mute. You don't even mute, exist mute. to mm-hmm. me. And you will never know that you don't exist to me. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You know, it's just like, and that's and that, that's how I got on Twitter. I know your Twitter is very different than mine. But <laughs> and just, anybody who say anything negative, I would just mute them. I'm just like, uh, mute, mute, mute. I was like, I, I just don't want to. Because honestly, I just don't want that energy in my life. Fair. You know? I will retweet when someone says something nasty because it's a funny bit though. It's such a great bit. <laughs> like if you if 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 you were like did it once and like Echo, you can have this. I would have taken it and be like, thank you. This is my thing. I do so. It's a hilarious bit and I love thank it. Thank you. It's a great. I bit. truly started doing it because I was like, oh, you wanted me to see this. Uh-huh. I will let you know that I saw it. Mm-hmm. And now you, what, what, it, the ball's in your court. You yeah. have the attention that you wanted. <laughs> you, kn- I know that you hate me. Uh, that's not going to stop my trajectory yeah. or like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I think I've talked about it before, but this guy uh, DM'd me and was like, you are not funny. You are the worst host I've ever seen. And I hate you. And I wrote him back. I was like, thank you so much for letting me know. I hope you have a good day. And I hope this made your day better letting me know this. And then he wrote back, ha, 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 I am so sorry I said that to you. I was having a really shitty day, and I really needed to vent. But you know what? More power to you. Go out and make people laugh. Not me, LOL. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I love that he doubled down on yeah, how I'm not funny. That is funny. That made me laugh so oh hard. I've been uh, talking to people on dating apps. Mm-hmm. And I want to read to you a conversation that I just had with somebody. Yeah. What apps do you use? Right now, I'm on Hinge, 
And I'm okay, so I'm on Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, okay, Cupid, but I don't really open that so much. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel, but I really hate that one. Uh, is Tinder still decent? No. Okay. No, Tinder's okay. bad. Which one's your favorite? I honestly like Hinge. Hinge. Hinge is where I've gone on uh, dates with some nice quality people. Wow. So, and then it has little icebreaker things. So mine says, my childhood crush is Captain Picard from Star Trek. This guy messaged me and said, mine too, honestly. And then I said, I mean, who doesn't want to take a ride on that bald head? <laughs> then he said, I'm trying to take a ride on that important alternative to toxic masculinity. I said, mm, yes, that's a very good answer. Then he wrote, I also want to take a bite out of that surrounding oneself with a diverse group of professionals, each with their own specialized field, looking for them to advise when faced with a situation beyond what you're capable of dealing with alone. And following that advice, regardless of their rank or gender or species, as long as it's the right thing to do. That really gets my engine going, gets my my rap core activated. I said, wow, that's very deep. What else gets your engine going? And then he didn't respond for four days. So I said, ah, so it's just that one thing. I get uh, it. Oh <laughs> he has my not responded God. back to me. What? Is he data? What was that? <laughs> like, what? the heck why did he go so deep and then not and respond? Then respond i don't that's the know weirdest thing. see that's what i hate about dating apps it's like yes. i'm like that person got back with his wife he was like <laughs> they split up for like three days he's uh -huh. like i'm on the apps <laughs> i'm gonna talk about all the science i know oh we're back okay we're let back. me get out oh, of here goodbye goodbye yeah i it really <laughs> shook me whoa i was like that's a lot of information whoa because at first the first one was like "Ooh, that's kind of cute yes and then he got Way Very too heady and, and like what diverse group of professionals right. when faced with the I well, it, are you reading text from yeah a I don't know Doris Kern yep Goodwin book what the hell is this and the thing is he's like kind of cute <laughs> but mm. his simple pleasures say natural wine dinner parties linguini with clams and city pop mm. I don't know what natural wine is what's city pop. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> I don't know. Is it so? Wine comes from grapes. Yeah. So isn't, isn't that, that natural? already natural? Yeah. Is it like organic grapes? What is he? I don't know. It's very. You confusing. have to mush it with your feet. Like no machines. What does he mean? Maybe. Maybe huh. he wants to like wants go to a stomp. winery and stomp on it ourselves. First of all, I don't trust grapes that have been stomped on by people's feet. <laughs> I don't think you got rid of all that fungus. No. I do not believe washing that got rid of all that fungus. No, but I also really love that video of that. The <laughs> reporter. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Just it's for that video, I'm willing to allow really the stomping. Funny. If that if oh, stomping oh, grapes, oh. that got rid of that video, I would like oh, keep grapes on. The best please. part is when they hit back to the newscasters and they go, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's hurt. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and the best part, the best part about that video is she was trying to show off. Yeah. She was trying to do like, <laughs> Take it easy, We're bitch. going out Slow of job. Down. Slow your roll. Enjoy life. Take it day by day. Second by There's second. this, if you can find it, this... Uh, I love newscasting uh, mistakes. Yeah. There's this newscaster who is like, this is very sad. There has been a shooting and a police officer was killed. Her name is Didi Mega Dudu. <laughs> and that's not her name. Her no, name is... Did they write somebody... It's, <laughs> it's like on the screen next to her. And that's not her name as she says it. 
so seriously. DD mega doo Did you ever see the reporter turns ghetto in five seconds? He's like, he's like, uh, there's like something happened at this school. And he's like, what really happened? And then a, a, a insect flies yes. in his mouth. What yes. the fuck was that? <laughs> Shit flying in my mouth. Uh, get me out of this country, motherfucker. Oh my God. So, you know, I have to say like, I have such a hard time just being me on social media. It's like, hard. It's tough. I'm like, but people love you when you're authentically mm-hmm. you. So I'm, I feel so fake in everything I do on social media. I was like, God, what am I post? What is this post even for? Yeah. Like, I wish I could find. I used to be very authentic on social media a couple mm-hmm. years ago, but I feel like relationships have kind of muted me from just being who mm-hmm. I want to be. And now I don't even know who I want to be on it anymore. <laughs> so it's just so weird. I stick to. Here are things that I like. I like being in a bikini. I like swimming. I'll post about that. I like pole dancing. I'll post about that. I like a good selfie. I'll post about that. And then, like, I don't really like posting about, like, dinners with friends. That feels too disingenuous, like, when I'm out with them to be like, let's take a picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I try to do... Just like the things that I uh, that bring me joy. Yeah, and just uh, share that with yeah. people. Okay. Um, and then Twitter, I try to tweet jokes. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I do think often about if I was in a relationship with somebody, I don't think I would post much about them. Yeah. Um, specifically because when you break up, I don't want people to be like, "Where'd they go?" Uh, no, and I went. Where through they that. at? I went through. I'm, I still have people ask me like, "Where's your?" I'm like. Yeah, it's tough. And uh, then when you make it public, it's even tougher. Oh, it's even tougher. Where you have to, like, make an announcement. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. Yeah, like, well, like, we are we no longer up, together. So, so, sorry. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's open season for fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> see, I said it in terms of have at her. <laughs> oh, like, see? Look at her raise her. I'm yeah, wish, look at her. See, I wish she's I was a, like, it's like she's single, her. so go for it, you <laughs> idiots. That's why we wanted to the whole time. You wanted to the whole time. I know you did, you sons of bitches. Go for it, you idiots. Um. <laughs> well, Echo, on that note, hey. we've come to the end. Uh, I've so asked great. all of my guests this. Yes. Ooh, except for maybe five. Would you date me? Yeah, I would date yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. You're dope as fuck. Oh, you kidding me? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Echo, is there anything that you want to promote? Nope. You no. have a show at UCB called Winslow? Uh, okay. I know. I'm just like, I never want to promote any things. Uh, but yeah, I'm on a show every Friday uh-huh. at UCB called Winslow. Yes. UCB Franklin. Come out. Support us. It's at 930. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, I'll be on TV and stuff this year on different yes. things. Um, and yeah. And you're coming and back. And my music. Your music. Yo, my music. Actually, I do want to promote my music. There Check out go. my SoundCloud. I'm going to be dropping more music uh, yes. very soon. I have a single out now called Cheesin'. Uh, I have so many songs, so <laughs> I'm definitely going to be releasing some stuff. I'm working on my second EP right now, nice. and I'm just trying to figure out all I the business sides of everything. Do you so, have yeah. a website at all? I don't have a website. Oh, no, okay. I mean, I do have a website, but I need to update so it and figure some stuff out. So how would people figure out how to see you live uh, Go on my Instagram, okay. and I usually post about it. Like and so, Echo my Twitter, K? Yeah, Echo Kells. Oh, Echo Kells. At, on Twitter, it's at Echo K. On Instagram, it's Echo Kells, K-E-L-L-S. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, so I guess those are things that I'm promoting now. So Yes, you check are. Out. Echo's very funny. I enjoy him immensely. <laughs> and if you like this episode of... <laughs> if you like this episode of... You can like it. You can subscribe. If you write me something nasty, 
I will uh, read it out loud. <laughs> so if you like hit on me and say something nasty. So this person said, I would love to eat that sweet, sweet pussy. Just bury my face in there, getting your juices all over my face. When I'm done, I'm not going to wipe my face off. Instead, I'm going to walk outside, look up into the sun, and let it dry up and crust over. Ew! Oh, my that God. That way I can save it and taste you again later. Oh. Ooh. He's a freak. This is another one. <laughs> Nicole, I want to stick my tongue so far up your ass that I can taste the shit you're going through. I would also say to you, Nicole, I want to eat you out so often that I collect enough pussy hairs to make you a new wig. Oh, ah! my God. Oh, my God. Here's another one. I will Eskimo kiss your muff until it's sopping wet. Then ball fuck you while my dick rhythmically thumps up and down on your clit until you kabooey. I mean, you could have chose something different from Kabooey. I was in until you said Kabooey. Okay, here's another one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's my pickup line. I want to stick my finger up your ass and spin you around my finger like a basketball while the Harlem Globetrotters theme song plays in the background. Oh, my God. Wow. I think that is it for now. Wow. Ooh, also, okay, I I talk about the, have you, do you know about the man who loves his his curvy wife? No. Oh, yes. I remember that post. Yes. Yes. So I've talked about him so much on my podcast that he reached out. What? He said, hi, Nicole. I hope you're having a great week. A follower of mine just sent your episode where you talked about me. And then that like smiley face, it's like, ah, uh, I just wanted to shoot you a note and let you know I'd be down to be on the podcast whenever. Hey, I think we'd have a very entertaining chat. I don't know. I don't know what he would say to me that I don't already know. Oh. <laughs> but maybe maybe I will have the curvy wife man on my podcast. <laughs> but I would only refer to him as the man who loves his curvy wife. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and then I'd have to bring up, he said that the way he announced his wife's pregnancy was by saying his seed was in her. <laughs> oh my God. Fun. That's a fun way to say it. Uh, what a treat. Thank you, Echo. Thank you so okay. much for having me. has been a Team Coco production. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.